بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد صلی اللہ رسوله الكریم اما بعد ایوری ایئر ان دس ٹائم آفٹر دا تراوی صلاح وی ریڈ دس کتاب ریمبرنس آف ڈیتھ دا سیم احادیث دیٹ وی ہرڈ لاسٹ ایئر وی ول ہیئر اگین سیم ڈسکشنز وی ہیڈ لاسٹ ایئر وی ول ہیو اگین اینڈ دا آبجیکٹ آف دس از that this is something that we should be nevertheless having in our lives we should be doing daily so in order to try and inculcate this within ourselves this is something that we will inshallah continue with the remembrance of death this is something which should be with a mu'min all the time death is inevitable no matter who the person is no matter what he believes in no matter what he accepts and what he rejects but there is nobody walking on the face of this earth who denies the existence of death and the reality of death so everybody accepts that death is going to come all of us accept it as well and nobody in his right frame of mind wants to have a bad death that is inevitable that will come and the thing about that is it comes without prior notice comes at any time it comes to the healthy it comes to the sick it comes to the old it comes to the young it comes to anybody anywhere at any time just few days ago or perhaps about a week ago one of the brothers in spingo beach probably in his 40s or something maybe even less and out of the blue without any illness without any prior indication of any sort suddenly one day about last week one of the days his wife just passed away just in a short moment she was gone and there wasn't the slightest indication before that that anything is out of place it's three little children and she's left the world this is something that sometimes we get to know about it because of somebody we are aware of and there are many many instances that we won't get to know about it because we're not aware of the person but this happens all the time so when this is a reality death is going to come and nobody wants to have a bad death no matter what a person is what he is engaged in but you ask him you want to have a bad death no you want to die in a condition of sin no if we have death in front of us all the time we have this reality at the front of our minds then this is a barrier against sin this is why so much of emphasis is placed on the remembrance of death to the extent that the mashayikh sometimes a person comes and he says that i am very weak hearted i start thinking of death and i can't handle it i become overwhelmed and i can't then function in life so you know you also go to think of death but you think of death in a different way you think of all the bounties of jannat what allah taala has described in the quran sharif what is in the ahadith about the bounties of jannat and ponder over this obviously to get to those ni'mats of jannat death is the bridge so this too brings back the remembrance of death in an indirect way but that is indispensable either the person and the more effective thing is to directly think and ponder over death itself 
And if somebody just can't handle it, is too weak-hearted, then indirectly by pondering over the ni'mas and the bounties of Jannat, giving dedicated time to it, this too will bring the reality of death in front of a person. So inshallah we will read some ahadith from here and some aspects. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to be practicing on this. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Hazrat Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu anhu says, I was among ten people who came into the presence of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi One Ansari stood up and asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa who is the most intelligent and careful person? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa replied, those who remember death most and prepare for it most. These are people who have excelled in the nobility of this world and the honor of the hereafter. The question the Sahabi asked, that who is the most intelligent and the most careful person? The person who has intelligence, nobody wants to be called foolish. Every person wants to be known as intelligent. But the thing is that our concept of intelligence is not necessarily what is the reality. What Nabi Salaam is saying, that is the reality. So Nabi Salaam says that those who remember death most and prepare for it most, these are people who have excelled in the nobility of this world and the honor of the hereafter. Many ahadith under different topics have been narrated from Rasulullah regarding the remembrance of death. Excessive remembrance of death is a means of one restraining hopes. Excessive remembrance of death is a means of many things. Number one, restraining hopes. If a person is sure, 100%, that I've got one week left to live, let alone one week, one year, if by some way he could have known, he will never know in this dunya, but if he could have known, I got one year also, how many buildings he will plan to start building up? How many more cars he will want to buy? How many other great ambitions of dunya he will want to pursue? Allah Ta'ala has kept it that way, that we won't know. So a person, whatever is necessary, will carry on with life. But if he knew what is the reality, then his long hopes will now become short. And that is a requirement, that we should not have too long hopes. So this is one of the important aspects that remembrance, remem excessive remembrance of death becomes a means of, number one, restraining hopes. Number two, preparing for death. If a person is remembering death, he'll prepare for it. And if he's totally oblivious, totally unconcerned, doesn't even consider it as a possibility any time, I still got at least 50 years, then where is he going to prepare for death? Number three, non-attachment towards the world which is the actual object. Number four, to prevent amassing unused wealth. Number five, it helps to gather a treasure for the hereafter. Number six, a thing which encourages repentance from sin. And number seven, it's a prevention from oppressing others and not fulfilling their rights. Because whatever a person does in this world, maybe he might get away with something in this dunya, but he can't get away with it forever. Now if a person has death in front, then all the time this reality is there that I may oppress somebody here, I may get away with it apparently here, but I've got to pay for it in akhirat. And there when I have to pay for it, then all my good deeds will all be gone. 
there is no rands and cents, pounds and dollars to pay back there. There it will be amal. A person who has debt in front of him will refrain from oppressing others. In short, this deed includes within itself many benefits. For this reason, it is the practice of the mashayikh of suluk to specially advise their followers to meditate over death according to their appropriate conditions. In one hadith, it is stated that a youngster stood up in a gathering and said, O Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa who is the most intelligent amongst the mu'mineen? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied, the person who remembers death excessively and makes the best preparation before it comes. Once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa read the ayah, whoever Allah ta'ala wishes to grant guidance, he opens his chest for Islam. That is, he understands Islam completely. Thereafter, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said, when the light of Islam enters a person's bosom, his bosom opens up for it. Somebody asked, O Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is there any sign which indicates that Islam has entered his bosom? Rasulullah sallallahu replied, when disinclination towards the deceptive world develops, there is an inclination towards the everlasting world, that is the akhirah, and there is preparation before the coming of death. Rasulullah sallallahu said, I had asked permission to visit the grave of my mother and it has been granted. You should visit the graveyard because this reminds you of death. In one hadith it has come that from it a lesson is learned. In another hadith it has come that visiting the graveyard causes disinclination towards the world and the hereafter comes to mind. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq that we spend some time daily in a dedicated manner to remember death. Inshallah, we'll continue with the next program around quarter to inshallah. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, subhanallah.